I'm Amy Shields. I'm Mark Frost. Hi, I'm Kimmy Robertson. So our Twin Peaks Unwrapped, the book, is currently out at bluerosemag.com. It is $19.99, so get your copy today as supplies are very limited and will be running out very soon. So if you haven't got your copy today, go to bluerosemag.com today. Thank you for your interest and for your enthusiasm and, and keeping Twin Peaks alive. I've got idea, man. You take me for a walk under the sycamore tree, the dark trees that blow, baby. In the dark trees that blow and I Welcome to this week's edition of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Brian Kazaskin. Beside me, as always, Ben Durant. Ben, how are you? I'm great. What's going on? We got a second show this week. We got a second show. Uh, ben, you did a bang-up job. Oh, with we that. did. We, we did great. Well, we had John Thorne on, and then we you got... I got to interview Bob Angles. How I mean, cool the co uh, writer of Firewalk with Me. That was really cool. You so did that a great was, job. Yeah, we had to do that to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Firewalk with Me. That came out Monday. And here we are at the end of the week, and we get into part 16, which is No Knock, No, no do- Doorbell, which aired on August 27th, 2017. Um, and this was the episode of Major, Major Moments. It's such a shame that it had to happen this close to the end of the series. I called it weeks ago. He's going to wake up. You've been calling it every week. I think we all have, but you especially, Ben. Um, So you got what you wished for. Yeah, long it took long enough. Yeah, so this... Finally. Finally, finally. Um, This episode starts off, we're going to kind of hit... The major, the major beats. I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of theories. Uh, I, I think a lot of people do, and I think this ep- this episode just just encapsulates this whole like this this slow build up, and now we're ready to just like no answers. We're like just give it to us already. We're running out of time. There's only two hours uh, left. I know. So this episode starts off. We got Richard and Mister C. Um, I guess they. I was kind of hoping for a father-son hijinks, <laughs> but we didn't really get that. It's funny because uh, Mr. C is kind of like, oh, get in the car and uh, we'll go over it. And I thought, I did expect them to have a whole conversation in the car. Now, deleted scenes, maybe. Maybe deleted scenes, or this is just Lynch as usual playing with us that we expect to see it. See, see so much, and it's just, it's very subtle, and it basically kind of wraps it up at the very end there. Yeah, so... This this the scene he has we find out he has uh two he has three coordinates right. two of them are the same so we got probably he got Ray he got coordinates from uh-huh. he got coordinates from Diane and he got it from uh, Jeffries yes so two out of the three he says to Richard well wouldn't you, what what would you do you know you take the two that are the same and that's probably it 
Well, in this case, you're a bright young man. He, he sure is. <laughs> very bright. I didn't get that, but he he turns He's into a, a very bright, bright man. man. <laughs> he turns into a bright man. Um, so he sends Richard on this this. They they get to the area and he goes, well, take this, and I think it's up on this rock. Uh, you'll find it. I do like that. I mean, I, I was kind of like, how does he convince him? And he kind of he basically says, "You're 25 years my senior," but he's basically saying, "I'm old, I'm old. and you're much younger, and you can go up that rock." But we've seen Mr. C <laughs> handle himself, so this was oh, yeah. just he could do a, arm wrestling. He yeah, could take on the world. Yeah, this was Mr. C just playing it up a little bit because he knows this could be a trap. And hey, what better person to send into the trap than your own son? Yes. We don't know this, though, until <laughs> the end. But he says right? it, yeah. He says it way at the end. Is, yeah. Goodbye, my son. Goodbye, my it's son. Very, it was really creepy. Yes. Um, and then uh, Jerry Horn actually comes out of the woods. He's still... Has he been in the woods for a week? Yeah. I call this... <laughs> now, I, I do remember saying a prediction that Jerry Horn would witness something where he would be on drugs and it would really freak him out. And we, we got something. Oh, uh, yeah. He witnesses it, but he's holding the binoculars... The reverse way. Right. He's like, oh, darn these binoculars. And he can't figure them out. And he's seeing everything far away. And the craziest thing is, you know, he is the uncle to Richard. I mean, isn't that crazy? That's his family member. I know. I mean, it's... But he he probably couldn't see the faces because no. they were so far oh, away. Yeah. And, and because he's holding it the wrong way. way yeah. 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 Um, so Richard walks up to the rock and... I, okay, I was not expecting this. It, he literally turns into like a uh, like a firecracker. Like yeah. his whole body was just like burning. It was kind of a cool effect. I actually one of my favorite effects of this whole show was that it was just mm. so well done and it was so cool. And I uh, do you think? Okay, here's my two questions for you, Ben. Do you think Richard is dead? Or do you think Richard is now in the lodge? I mean, well, with this show, I mean, anybody could come back, right? I mean, it, it seems like a trap. We've never seen something like this before. This is why right. I asked because we didn't see him land in the lodge. Do we assume he did, or do we assume his body? What if he was manufactured? Yeah, he was manufactured by Audrey and uh, Mr. C. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, but not no. in a sexual way. Uh, yeah. Whoa, hey, I just this just crossed my mind. So, what if Mr. C used his hair and Audrey's hair, DNA of yes. whatever, and um, and made a, a a kid with both their DNAs, and Audrey never gave birth. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But she was in a coma. And she thinks it's her son. I want to say, I, I don't care if it was on YouTube or whatever, but we've had a couple of people come out and say... I will respond to that later. Oh, respond to that? Yes, it's in community okay. feedback. In community, I will be talking right. about that. But I also want to say, I think it doesn't hurt for us... I was, first, I thought we'd do it at the end, but why don't we just do it now sure. throughout the show that we are we have questions we want answered Yeah. Uh, in the next part, or the next parts. Yes. And I guess I'll throw this out there that I feel like the Richard Linda needs to be answered. So we have... There's about the beginning. There was uh, the fireman and Cooper, and they talk about Richard and Linda, and then the two birds with one stone. Yes, which we still are trying to figure out. Well, interesting that Richard is on a stone, and he is killed by the lightning there. So is that? Mm, and I think I John like Thorne that. actually brought this up too. So does Linda have to be at the same stone to get killed? I don't know. Ooh. So I do think that's a question that needs to be answered. So when you're saying about how is Richard? 
manufacturer. Manufacturer. Is he dead or is he gone? I feel like he might need to be back again for the next part to connect Linda. Maybe he doesn't, but I, we still haven't heard enough about Linda. We only heard Linda mentioned once. Yeah. And yeah. So I think that I'm. I'm still feel like there's answers to be told about that on the next part. I, I do agree. Um, I do like my. Th- I do like the theory of. Richard was manufactured and out of the two pieces of DNA. And I don't think everything needs to be supernatural, though. I think there's nothing wrong uh, with Audrey being naturally we, giving birth. I don't know, though. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. It seems like this season has really taken the super... Yeah, I wouldn't even call it supernatural. That. I love that. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it supernatural. I just call it this world of Lynch. It's a different world. I don't even know. I don't even call it supernatural in this mm. this show. I call it... It, it's just like different. It doesn't have a name yet for what we're experiencing in Twin Peaks. Yeah, I don't think for me anyway. I I feel like it's different, but um, and I do love that Jerry <laughs> Jerry Horn thinks that maybe he killed. Jer- yes, uh, he by looking at him with the binoculars. Binoculars. Like he thought maybe they burned him. Uh, goodbye, my son. So that does confirm. Yes. For- that- I mean, we all. I think we all connected it for a while there, yeah. but it confirms that Mr. C is the father of Richard. So, I, you know, I, I'm going to go out and say I think Richard was made somehow, but not by birth. But And I'm going to go the other way. I definitely okay. feel like it was natural. I feel like Mr. C is an awful person, and we're learning that. I mean, we've already known he was an awful person, but we, we're talking about rape, and I, I could definitely see him raping Audrey, Audrey as well. Yeah. And, and we talk about her him going to the hospital while she was... Uh, in a coma. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'll say the opposite. And say I think she he got a piece of DNA from her. Tune in next week. We'll tune in next week. We'll find out. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. And so you know, Mr. C has these coordinates, or no? He you know he he contacts Diane, and it's it won't send right away. So I think it takes twelve hours before she gets it. So it makes me think: Is Mr. C closer to his destination, or it? She he sent it at two in the morning. Yeah, and she got it like at it was, was it, it four. It was like four or five o'clock. Okay, so because that, it's at I mean, sixteen. It was right. military time on her phone for some reason. Um, yeah, but that's good. Like half a day, over a half a day before she's actually received it. So it makes me think: Where is Mr. C? And I feel like Mr. C doesn't seem like he's that far away from Twin Peaks as it is. I mean, if Jerry is coming out of the woods, I mean he's he's not, there. Right. Yeah. Miles away. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. I mean, I totally, I think seeing Jerry indicates that he's, Mr. She's very close to finding the coordinates. I think the other coordinates is going to be Sarah Palmer's house. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think the right coordinates are? I think the sheriff's station. Where, uh, what's her face is? Nadu? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're basically when we get to that scene where um, Diane basically mentions the sheriff's station, I think they're connecting the coordinates with the the, the sheriff's station. Okay, that's yeah, I'm yeah. Interpreting. I yeah. feel like that comes up a couple times. Yeah, you're right. So we are near Dougie's house. Yeah, we have. I'm trying to. I'm I'm running through my notes here. Um, we have Chantel. Yeah, and- Hutchins Chantel, which to me come across as. The Quentin Tarantino characters. Definitely, definitely. I feel like that's what they've been all series. Uh, the whole series, they've kind of had that feel where they're always going back and, you know, back... You talking think, about weird things yeah. and... You think of Pulp Fiction where they're talking about, like, I don't put mayonnaise on my burgers or something like that, but they, they talk about just random kind of just general stuff that, like, the Mormons and this and that. So they're, yeah. they're a fun act. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, we can get right into their whole thing. They're waiting outside in a van 
at the Joneses' house, but the Joneses aren't home um, because we find out later on that uh, Cooper is in a coma from his accident last episode. So they're just sitting there waiting and waiting, and the FBI shows up. Yes. And I think it's Willie. Wilson. Wilson. Willie. Wilson. <laughs> Maybe that's his short name. Maybe that's what we call Wilson for short. So they're all, nobody's home. So the guy says, Walt Wilson. Well, before you get there, it's uh, it's interesting that this, I know the title, and somebody else mentions the title about uh, no no knock, no ring, or something like mm-hmm. that, the title is. It's interesting the FBI does the same thing. They, they knock on the door, and then they ring the doorbell. But to me, it's, I know... I mean, I'm stretching, but it's interesting that that they you, you see them do that, and then we have a character talking about other people who invade their space and mm. take over. Yeah, but yeah, right. The, so the FBI's here, and then soon they'll uh, we'll have other another character show up. I mean, it's yeah. So oh, we have the Mitchum brothers. The, the Mitchum brothers show up because they're gonna uh, stock the house with food and. So they're waiting. There, you know, you have two people waiting. Mitch and brothers show up. People, the the hitmen are like, "What is this, a circus? What's going on here?" <laughs> and then this this guy, this neighbor, shows Accountant? up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it? I think some people said a Polish accent, or yeah. he he shows up and he's like, "Your van's in front of my driveway," and they're like, "No, it's not," and they start swearing. I mean. They start swearing at him. They're blowing their cover here. Yes. Now here's what I like about this. I think Chantel was probably hungry, and she's ready to torture somebody. Yes, <laughs> you're right. She didn't have food, and she's been she's been itching to just torture somebody, and she's <laughs> eating a lot. She's constantly eating those. She sh- loves her. Hurt. That's a good question. What was what this? This That's her, just her thing. That's her. eating the she, chips. But Mr. Yeah. C, ha- it is her thing. Her calling card yeah, is eating these uh, Cheez-Its or we all have our Cheetos. Uh, our thing. Um, but then they were out, so I mean, to not have any more bags left, <laughs> she, I'm telling you, she's probably grumpy and hungry and and wants she's to hangry. torture somebody. She's yes. hangry. Um, but this poor guy shows up, and he's just like, well, I'll move your van. I'm going to say this guy is not a poor guy. Huh? <laughs> I liked him. I liked him. I, 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 we were talking uh, before we started the show. I don't think, I think... He is involved with somebody. I don't think he's just to have that kind of a gun. That that I mean, I don't feel like he's just your n- regular neighbor. I think he either worked with Mr. Todd or he worked with Mr. C or Ooh. I feel like he's somebody important. And I feel like we, and the fact that he's not dead and that the FBI has arrested him, I think we're going to learn more about him that he's somehow connected to this. But now, okay, so that's two birds one stone theoretically because he killed two henchmen. But if he was across the street staking out the Joneses, yes. he just got arrested. Right. I mean, I think we might find out more about him. That, Or we'll never see him again. Right. But I like the idea of Mr. Todd, I, I meant to research this, but Mr. Todd, ha- I thought, had another person that was going to go and take care of cleanup stuff if if, uh, they if couldn't Anthony didn't follow through on it. I yeah, there was I, a... Ha- the, I don't know if they ever named him, but I thought there was going to be another person that was going to clean up if Anthony couldn't get the job done. Mm. And, and Mr. Todd was about to do that, and he gets, oh, gets Roger in, and then all of a sudden Chantel comes and kills them both. But I, So either it's either that, or he's with Mr. C, or he's with somebody, but to have that type of a gun, uh, automatic weapon like that, it's like, that doesn't seem like your regular neighbor. But, you know, it's, we live in a very stressful <laughs> time. Stressful times. <laughs> um, I mean, don't forget that little kid with the gun. With his parents. Oh, yeah. That you know, so I mean, right. yeah, anything can happen. Yeah, anything can happen. So, like, but- they go out in a ball of fury, though. I mean, it was like, 
it was very quint uh pulp fiction esque yes. uh reservoir dogs where you have very two cunning, smart people accidentally get themselves killed by not even who they're going after. The funny thing is, I was totally expecting that we were going to have, a, like, a three three showdowns. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Mitchum Brothers. The, and Mexican sh- standoff. Yeah, right. I thought that was going to happen. And it was kind of exciting that it didn't happen that way. And it was also kind of cool. I thought that they were going to go after Dougie and we were going to have some kind of big fight Me against... Too. Cooper was going to wake up and he was going to take on everybody. But in a way, it's kind of exciting that you have you have him out in a, in a sleep and this stuff is just kind of working itself out. Out, yeah. yes. And what if this guy was actually a warrior of the Lodge? What if Mike put this guy in place? That's I've heard that theory too. I've heard that. I mean, yeah. I've been hearing that he could be uh, somehow related to the spirit world. Maybe. I mean, I... I I wouldn't doubt it right now. And I, so my my only other theory about this Polish account accountant, which you kind of told me is probably I'm totally wrong. There's that whole picture with Mr. C and the glass box, and he's talking to somebody who who's bald and he has glasses. Yeah. I said, Could that be the same no. guy? No. No. It right. was like he's a, thinner. It was like a generic scientist guy. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, that, that was a great standoff, and yeah, it was kind of cool, cool that the Mitchum brothers kind of watched this, and it's like, let's get back in the house and get out of here. Wait, the humorous part is you have two gangsters, hardened criminals, watching it, and they go, they're scared. Put away your gun. Put away. No, like, like, people, it's a stressful times. <laughs> and it was so good. It was so, so good. good. You're watching two hardened criminals yes. who have hearts of gold. Hearts of gold. Um, watch this all go down, and they leave scot-free. Like, no problems. That's awesome. And I feel like Dougie's good luck has rubbed off on that. Yes. You I know? totally agree. So we get to the hospital. And oh, did, okay. When you first saw Cooper in the hospital, did you? <laughs> see, I said to myself, fuck, we got to go through another episode of him in the hospital. Did, did you think that? I, I did. I did. I can't remember exactly what Janie E. said, but she said something like, they don't always come out of this right away or something like that. It's like, uh, you got to be shitting shit. me. Yes, yes. You gotta, am I going to spend a whole nother uh, I thought it would be a whole episode. he's going to yep. be sleeping or he's going to be out of it and stuff. It's like, you can't be serious. I, t- I swear they were playing with this again where they're like, yeah, he's out of it and stuff. And they don't always wake up right away. And it's like, come on. So our theory was wrong. Last week, we said, would he just go back into the lodge and the lodge would spit him out at Twin Peaks? Right. But this is like even more of an adventure. It's like you're living, you're going to wake up, and you have to take a plane. Well, and what I love about it, though, is, you know, we we had to go through this whole journey. It's like, well, what is the point of him being with Janie E? And what's the point of him then meeting the Mitchum brothers? And then they kind of show the point that that he's kind of in some way made this friendships and that they're going to be there to help him. Like, yeah. the Mitchum brothers are able to, they have a plane. They can they're get going him right with there. them. Yeah. Even though they're like, you know, we're not really, uh, we're not really liked by the law enforcement. Yeah, it's like, yeah. That's where we get the heart of gold and stuff. But the idea that because... He was a good person. Even even when he's Dougie, which who's kind of out of it, somehow uh-huh. he's able to make these people that are able to help him get to what he needs to do. So I think I like it better than having to go to supernatural route. And I'm still sure we're gonna get more supernatural stuff with Cooper. Yeah. But to be able to have his this network of people, and then even like we get um his boss there, it's like I know you got a gun on you. Give me your gun. gun. He like, gives sure, it to him. <laughs> and he gets his gun. He gets a suit. He he. Everybody is like, we're going to help you. Yeah. And it was so touching to see 
the three of them. Oh no! When he goes, I am the FBI. Uh, I said it. Like I'm sure all of us repeated yes. that dialogue before he said it. Uh, like you knew those lines were gonna come out of his mouth. It was so good. And Kyle McLaughlin's performance, like he is Agent Cooper. Like he's so yeah. different from Mr. C. He's so different from Dougie, and you can kind of feel like I'm a okay. <laughs> Check me out. I'm great. And like his. Because you worry, but it's been 25 years. Can he still pull off Cooper? And he does it. It's mm-hmm. it's as magical as it was 25 years 25 ago. 25 years and 16 parts later, <laughs> we get to see Cooper. Oh. They just made us wait even longer. Yes. Um, it was really an awesome scene. I, I'm sure everybody watching Twin Peaks jumped up and screamed. I did. I was so excited. Like, I was like, finally. Right. Finally. And he did have an uh, he did ex- have an exchange when he got up with with Mike, uh, the one armed man there. Mm-hmm. He had a whole exchange. And, well, he goes, "You didn't die. Uh, you're awake. You're awake. Finally, finally, a hundred percent." Audience is yes. kind of like, "Yes, yes." And it is something to to be able to say hundred percent. Say there's there's no doubt that he's like he's fully into it, and and he knows what he's going on. He knows he knows everybody from when he was Dougie. He he seems like he knows more information. That maybe even the audience here that we know. Mm-hmm. Do you think when Mike was telling him way back in the beginning, don't die? I mean, I kind of feel like was basically, you need to figure out how to get out of this this deep sleep. Yes. But in the process, don't die. And then he was in a coma. <laughs> he was yes. on death's doorstep. And he woke up. Well, really, his way of not dying was he really, you know what, maybe the only way I'm going to wake up is being electrocuted, electrocuted. and stuff. It but, would really zap him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ba, 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 ba. But then he, so he, so here's something that we never heard of before that where Cooper says, do you have the seed? Do you have the seed? And so this seed is the golden, golden ball. ball that we've been calling. So it's interesting that, again, Cooper understands things. He understands that that ball can bring life well, he, through manufacturing. Yeah. So this, yeah, he takes a thing of hair and yeah, he's like, do you have a seed? And basically saying, I got out of it. Make another Dougie that mm-hmm. or that's going to take care of the family. Right. Did you get that? I did, but it's funny because you and I were texting originally, and you were kind of like, "Oh, you know, we'll get ahead." But at, at some point, Cooper's basically saying to the family, "I'm going to go," but you know, you're Dougie, and then he stops mm-hmm. himself. I'll be back through that red door. And to me, that's like, yes, I have. I've created another me to basically take care of the family. So I feel like my prediction about will. You know, will Dougie stay with the family? I feel like I get a half a point on that. All right, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a half <laughs> uh, a point yeah. because he is. Yeah, he's yes. so nice. That's like saying Mr. C will take care of the family. No, it's not because it's gonna be Dougie. But or, but Mr. C is part of Cooper. <laughs> at this point, is this world just gonna be overrun by Coopers? Yep, it's just gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be multiplicity. Yes, all oh, over again. Oh, nice. So yeah. I wonder if we should just jump there about that scene. So there's that whole scene. I mean, eventually uh, Cooper gets to drive, and he he's kind of taking control. And I love, I love that uh, Janie E. How excited she is, and she's even probably more sweat and bothered by him. And she, even when he's driving, it's like his son is like, "Oh, you're such a good driver." And Janie E.'s kind of like, "He, he is, is a good a driver because he never drove. He's yeah, but a he, stupor. He, right." So that's pretty fun. But they get to the they get to the, um, the casino. Casino. Yeah. And there's a whole. He pulls them aside and basically says he's leaving. And I, Janie E understands that that's not even her husband, really. I think, but she still loves who he is. Yeah. 
Here's my fear, and I've been thinking about this. I'm really, really scared Cooper might die. The real R. Cooper is I thought the same thing today. And I feel like I feel like that whole speech that he's giving to that family is a speech to the audience. It's to us, the fans. He's saying, hey, I gotta go. I gotta, you know, I gotta... Uh. Well, here's... And, uh, here, here, I'll go with you on this. Yeah. Today I thought about it because, oh, he, he, he's gonna make a seed... For Dougie, that's where he's gonna live with that family. You ever watch Star Trek? I mean, he's is it, gonna die. You're right. I'm I think he's think gonna Star die. Trek Nemesis. It's one of the Star Trek movies, and and Data has made it a clone of himself. Yes. And he gets he, he in the end he dies, but somehow the the new clone version of him is still with us. So it's kind of like we have it both ways. We lost. Mm-hmm. We lost the hero that we love, but somehow he goes on. And in life, that's kind of like us having children, right? Yes. We have children, and we will eventually die, but life goes on through our... If this prediction comes true, Uh. it makes a lot of sense because Dougie would still have all the memories. Yep. Like Data. Like Data. We know these these manufactured people have memories because Diane, we learn, has memories. Yes. So if, if he is remade to be with Janie and, and the son there. How cool is that? And I had the hunch, too, that he could die. I hope not. I, I mean, part of me is kind of like, man, we went through this whole journey for him then. And Yeah, but right. what a hero's journey. It is a, was, you're right. It's a hero's journey. And then I was thinking, you know, with the end music there with... Uh, Fallen. Was it Falling they were playing? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. And he starts off, one of some of the lyrics is something about being on the cross and how do you get to heaven and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, we're talking about basically the Christian uh, sacrifice. And it's like, to me, that's like, are we talking about Cooper that he will sacrifice himself for the world? He could. He could. He and like, could. who knows? I just, this could be a foreshadowing. He, Cooper is the ultimate good. Yes. And, and it's the ultimate bad, the right. ultimate light, ultimate dark. So, oh, Ben, I, I think we, we might have stumbled upon know, something. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll but find it, out. So, yeah, he's taken off. The, the Mitchum brothers got the airport. They got the airplane, and they're going to take off to... Get, they're going to gas up the plane. And the Mitchum brothers are like, why is he talking so much? Oh, it must be uh, side effects <laughs> of the coma. I love that. That was so that. funny. Yes. Can we? I think a lot of people have been saying this, but we just want a Mitchum Brothers spinoff series. David Lynch doesn't even have to do it. It could just be Mark Frost, someone else, the Mitchum Brothers, uh, the Dan Life Mitchum Brothers. <laughs> They've come a long way. I mean, we our first. Uh, we didn't uh, like him in the beginning. In the appearance, they were punching people in the face. I mean, they're really they're assholes. Ass- yeah. yeah. And like now they've got heart of gold. They got a whole heart. Yeah, because I think Dougie Cooper. Uh, gave him that. I mean, he really surrounded himself with love, and he gave out this, I think, positive aura where everybody was just gravitated towards him in a good way. Yes. They ch- he he changed Anthony's heart from right. wanting to kill him to, I'm so sorry. It is something. And you know, it is funny that to look at that and, like, they might maybe they're trying to say something about our whole world that, like, sometimes... If we do, we care about more about love and good that we make friends and we actually build each other up. Whereas Mr. C is pure evil. He's got his evil people and they're all getting killed off. Like mm-hmm. when he comes he's down, killing his own son. And killing his own son. But when it comes down to it, what, Mr. C has nobody left really. He had all these people working right. for him. And Absolutely now he's right. kind of by himself and maybe he'll have some uh, woodsmen or something. But for the most part, he's kind of doing this on his own. And like, you're right. Is that he's, the way to live your life? I don't know. I mean, he. 
You know, you made a great point. Um, Mr. C is is going to be a one-man army, and now we're going to have Cooper with a whole army. Yes. It's crazy. You're right. I mean, the um, the, the scale has tipped, right. I think, in, in the good favor. But not only do you have Mr. C, though, we do have the experiment or mother or whatever have you on that yeah, side. Yeah, and Sarah. We don't know where Sarah lands. Right. The Sarah land, and she had a white light coming out of her face. So I not assume... Sarah, not Sarah. Laura Palmer oh. does. Sarah has the... Um, yes. Yeah. Well, I, I consider her the mother of the experiment. Fair yeah, enough. You're right. You're right. It's funny, because we yeah we go back and forth. So this scene was so intense with Diane. Diane's at the bar, and she's told uh, all from Mr. C. So I will say this. I have, For weeks, I've been saying, we're like, ah, maybe this is all... Maybe this Diane really isn't talking to Mr. C. Like, I wanted to believe... But she was. She was. Yeah. I wanted to believe that, like, I love Diane. I love the concept of Diane. How could she betray uh, Cole and Albert? And how could she do that? I wanted to believe that this wasn't the case. But it comes down to, oh, no, she's been working with Mr. C. She's probably the o- She must be the only one that was giving the actual coordinates. So it was probably Jeffries and Ray that were giving the wrong coordinates. Yeah. And she all the time was working for that. And, and it, she but, texted it to him. Yeah. So she's told um, she's going to uh, Cole and Albert and the, the Blue Rose she, she get, task force. She gets the um, happy face emoji all, Yes. which uh, Mr. C texts like most parents in America. <laughs> I don't know. I Obviously, this was a subtle uh, clue. This was a subtle uh, word to tell her what to do because if they knew she was being tracked— you don't want to just come out and say, kill them, and right. just be like, oh, And happy. at first I thought the all meant she didn't give all her coordinates, because she's kind of like remembering, and then she gave more. So I thought that's what the message was, but then it seems to have another meaning. It has, yeah. Yeah. So it's so cool. It was built. The tension was built up. They're playing the American Woman sound yeah. song again. Right. That, David Lynch uh, remix version. It was so cool. Oh. And I thought Diane was going to open that door Guns blazing. Yes. I thought she was going to open the door and shoot. I thought this was going to be the end of Gordon Cole. And I thought it was the end of Albert. Yeah, I thought someone was going to die. Didn't yep. you? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. There's no question about it. But instead, she sits down and she has a story to share. She finally talks about the whole time where Cooper came to see her. It was like three or four years after he went missing. Yeah. She, he did not knock. He did not ring the bell. He yes. just came in. And it's interesting. She was so excited to see him. They kissed, and she says how they had kissed before, which, again, it could go back to the, uh, the book. The right? book, right? Yeah, the yeah, autobiography yeah. or the, 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 yeah, Diane, my life, my tapes, which I still thought that whole dinner with uh, the way they're talking about the dinner. And, and, yeah, I really feel like that might have been the kiss where they had done it before. But, yeah, it, it was kind of creepy. Right, she she because they kiss and right away she can say that's not Cooper. Like, yeah. and it kind of, she kind of brought that up when that whole face to face in the beginning of this of the she season. She felt here. it. She felt it's about the emotion and that there was definitely. And so she's afraid of him and Mr. C rapes her and like, I think that's I don't know if that was your worst fear. That was my worst fear for so yes. long that that's what was gonna. What we was all happening. kind of said that in the beginning. Uh, yeah, but. He, and, I, yeah, I mean, he rapes her and then takes her to the convenience, uh, right. the, gas the gas station, station which, which is, is the convenience store. store. And I think him raping her allowed him to grab some DNA to create this 
this uh, fake Diane. Or she could just pulled her hair. Yeah, I mean, like that. Well, right. whatever, yeah, whatever. Well, I know you said. Yeah. She, he was close enough to her to get something to replicate her mm-hmm. and manufacture her. Um, and it's interesting. He he really wanted to just get as much information about the FBI yes, as he could. That's all he yeah. cared about. And it was interesting. The scene, she she reaches into her purse and we see that gun, and I'm like, oh god, she's gonna take it out and shoot herself. Or shoot uh, them. I sure. thought she was going to commit suicide right in front of them. Yeah. Um, after telling this horrible story. But she ends up reaching it, and Albert and Tammy are quick on the draw, shoot back, and she disappears. And I was like, holy cow, this just went left turn. <laughs> I know. It's funny. I never saw this coming. I didn't. Nobody. I, I don't think anybody this. did. Yeah. Um, did you. When Diane shows up in the red room, I think it's great she gives out one more fuck you, which was really awesome. And well, I want to say one more thing. I what, what? Just about that whole smiley face that you know that Mr. C gives in a text. It's interesting because she talks about when she was afraid how Mr. C gave a smiley face. This is like the encounter they had years ago. Mm-hmm. So I almost kind of connected the two. That was Ooh, like yeah, that was Mr. C's connection. way of saying. Yeah, I'm really happy to have these people get killed. Yeah. I, I felt like that was in that. In that that's sickening. sickening. Like, and she, and even her, her clone, her, uh, her, her. What, what are they calling it now? Instead of a uh, doppelganger, uh, a topa, a topa. Uh, she even that couldn't handle this. It was like uh, overwhelming. And what I love that 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 this this double does have all the memories, as we've learned, Mr. C, to, to have all those memories and to be able to share that and and fighting against, like, she seems to be Conflicted. a slave to yeah. Mr. C. Like, she has to do the will of what he wants. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she has these memories, she has these feelings. And it, it was amazing performance by Laura Dern. I yeah. Mean, as always. She She's definitely conflicted about everything. She seems confused. Uh, she mentioned, she says, she's at the... Um, Wow, she says I am at the 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 sheriff station. Does that mean she have, uh, some? It is Nadu Diane. Well, people think so, right? Many yeah. people are thinking that. I mean, it, it's close to an acronym that you could mix up the letters and almost make Diane. Mm, it's interesting. I th- have I shared on the show. I had this theory that Diane was uh, Judy. That was one of my theories. Yeah, and then like, but think that she could be all all three. I don't know. Ooh, that's heavy. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, so she goes in the red room. She turns into the seed. So we. Well, even before that, I love oh. this thing about like you were manufactured, and Diane says back, "I know." And yeah, it's like, yeah. Fuck you. you. Right? <laughs> yeah, one last like, fuck you. But it's kind of like whereas you know somebody like Dougie would be like, "This is weird." You yeah, know? So yeah. Like she is, she is strong, and she is kind of like, "Yeah, I know what I am. I've known what I am," and like she's self-aware. She's, Fuck you on yeah, this whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Screw you, everybody. Maybe that's why she just doesn't. She just like she's getting pulled into this, and she doesn't even want to be part of anything. Right. Yeah. She I wants to be left right. alone. Right. It does make a lot more sense from day one, where Albert goes to see her at the bar, and he's like, "Fuck you, yeah. leave me alone," and stuff. And here, here's my question about Diane, though. Do you think I? I was kind of relieved that we didn't meet the real Diane. The question is: Is the real Diane alive? Or is the real Diane? I would think she was killed. I would yes. think she would be killed, but you never know. We, but it's so funny how we were like, there was a whole debate on should we ever see Diane, and then we see, we think we've seen her, and then to be end this series and maybe not ever see the real Diane. I like that. I, it is kind of it's very cool. clever. Yeah. Yes, Diane went from a record, uh, not a record, <laughs> went from a tape player to a person to a seed. 
She yes. went right back to an unanimated object, <laughs> so I like that a lot. Uh, and yeah, she's a tulpa. Uh, Tammy says she's a tulpa, you know, like the blue rose right. case. So there's a great way to explain it, yeah. But now they actually saw it in front of their eyes. Tammy saw it after hearing the story, and Albert saw it, and Gordon Cole saw it. So now they know what they have to do. They have to get to the bottom of this. They have to figure this out. This is too weird. And I, I still don't know if they have all the information that it's... Uh, it, so they they have only got the, two hours. They got to yeah. get the information. What do you think? I mean, what are they missing? They got to get to the... Well, they got to get to the... the I think they got to get to Twin Peaks police station, right? I mean, the fire's... Uh, yeah. Well, he did get the phone call from Truman that would give him some indication right. that he needs to go to Twin Peaks. I kind of feel... I, they got to... Yeah. They got to go. Um, I guess we're going to um, go to the ending scene... Because we talked about everything. This this is interesting. We go to the roadhouse. Now, it's not Eddie Vedder introduced. They introduced Eddie Vedder by his real name. So I didn't which know was, that was Edward his... Lewis Servison. I didn't realize that was his that real his name. That is his real name. Wow. Coincident, co- coincidentally, Saturday night, I was with some friends and a friend of mine. We were talking about Pearl Jam out of the blue. And this person tells me. Did you know Eddie Vedder's real name is and Edward Lewis uh, Silverson? I said, really? That's his real name? That's so cool. And the next day I'm watching Twin Peaks and they say the name. I go, why is that name from? Oh, it's, oh my God. Weird. Weird that happened that same weekend. Um, But I also find it weird that they introduced him by that name because what is going to unfold uh, later on. Uh, he plays Out of Sand at the Roadhouse, which, which we is... Heard that we had yes. known about this song for months, for a while. About a month or so before the opening of the, sh- the, the show started. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I liked it. I mean, it's funny. Some people don't like this song. I it's thought a good it was song. a great song. I, I love it, the lyrics. I love his... It, it makes it better that we saw in context of oh, the yeah. show. True. Because, you know, when you hear the song originally, your imagination goes wild. And like, what is this trying to tell us? Seeing it and hearing it during this scene really... Gave us something. Yeah. Uh, I think it made it more emotional for definitely. me, definitely. Um, and he did write this song just specifically for Twin Peaks, which to me is always exciting that yes. he has something original. And I like your connection with the whole Cooper, if he does have to sacrifice himself, is this this song kind of lyrically telling a story that we could uh, it could unfold next week. And, and even if it's not, it's this whole journey of of life and, and tragedy. And, you know, you, you didn't get to live the life maybe you wanted to live because for so many years you were gone. You know, 25 years you're gone in the Red Room and stuff. So it, it's, a, it's a beautiful song. It yeah. really is a cool song. I can't wait to own it. I mean, like, I'm wait, waiting for that soundtrack in a few to weeks. To drop, yeah. yes, very soon. Um, so during this, Audrey and Charlie show up. Yeah, she finally makes it to the road. Was that another part? You're like, finally. Yes. I was like, fine. I really was like, oh god, thank god. I know. Let's let's put a let's close this chapter, please. Yes, because it's not. I mean, I love Sherilyn Fenn. I think she has given an amazing performance, but I don't love this storyline. We don't know where it's going. Yes, we have no payoff yet, and we're still. I, I'm going to bring you through my the emotions of Ben and myself here. I mean, after that plays. Audrey's theme starts, and I was like, "No, first, I mean, so the Audrey's dance, Audrey's dance." That's like, what? And then, but here's where I know something's not right. All of a sudden, the whole crowd just moves over, and it's like, "This is not normal." Like they're not like 
we 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 like to stop the everything and just give it to the audience. It's yeah, like this yeah, is yeah. really bizarre. And so I knew something was up as soon as the crowd started moving for Audrey to give her dance. And it's like uh, you yeah, go on. <laughs> I know you have weird you know you I know. do have weird feelings about this dance, but go on. I liked it in the sense that like it's it's definitely playing back to Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's I know, it, you. You, we were texting each other, and you were saying how you felt it was awkward. It was awkward. I felt awkward watching it because I didn't know where it was going. Yeah, and in the context of the show, before knowing what we're about to see, I was just like, ah, not. Nah, I don't not feeling it. Like this feels, this feels weird. Like it but felt if you, awkward. If you were back twenty five years ago, you would watch Audrey, and she's like, you know, I love coffee just like agent cooper and then it's like oh this music and she gets up but that was adorable (laughs) this felt forced it felt like she didn't feel comfortable and i will because we had her on the show we interviewed her she does mention how she was not a big fan doing that dance she wasn't comfortable well part of the problem was this lynch just threw it on her like without any notice and i think that probably freaked her out that like hey um we wrote a song for you and we want you just to dance dance. and it's like she just felt weird yeah, yeah, I think anybody who's kind of like, you're not going to tell me what how to dance or anything. You just want me to do it. I think that I can totally understand how awkward that would be. Well, I felt awkward watching this. Oh. I just didn't. I I didn't. I wasn't feeling it. I mean, I'm not saying it was bad, and I think it's it it's cool. We got to hear her theme, and she danced, and it kind of uh, does the whole uh, br- brings you back to nostalgia a little bit. But I felt awkward watching. It. I didn't feel. It didn't feel natural, but like I said, my mind, I was like, oh, I don't know if I, this is kind of cringy a little bit. But then when we get to see what this guy jets out of the audience, tackles another guy, and goes, that's my wife or whatever. Yes. She runs. We got to get out of here. Back to Charlie. Yes. And she wakes up. Get me out of here. And then, right, we go to, like, a flash of uh, a white room, room and her looking in a mirror. That made it. Yeah. And, oh she, and she's definitely a different person there. I mean, her hair looks different. Yeah. She doesn't, like, it's this, all these scenes with Audrey, it makes her look like she's dressing up like she used to and her hair is still done up. And it looked, she looked normal. And she's like, who am I? Like, what am I? You know, like, she's got this bewildered look on her face, like. Were we right? Was she in some sort of coma? Is she where is she? What? I mean, and I what's think going I mentioned on? about the nut house, the idea that um, white room. I mean, that yeah, would really indicate. Right. And I think she was wearing white as well. So, but why would a nut house have a mirror? You wouldn't give that to someone crazy. Yeah, but we'll find out. We'll have to find out. Yeah, I but mean, yeah, I mean, I'm glad to know that she really isn't in this world with this guy because it was so awkward. It was so weird for weeks, and like, and then this whole convoluted storylines. So here's the thing: is like, how many of these roadhouse scenes that we've seen at the end of these parts are actually real? I think just this. I think this last one wasn't real. Okay, because I'm going with it. There might be almost all of them aren't real. I won't go with that theory only because James has a fight james is not real either no but james has a fight during one of those roadhouse scenes yes and the girl screams during a roadhouse scene and i mean i i she's in the mental hospital too i'm kind of with you in a lot of this because i thought the same thing remember at the beginning how i I felt the roadhouse was some purgatory like you did right and i was like isn't this other world what if Let's play the what if game. Let's go with your theory. Let's go with 
the fact that what if the Roadhouse this entire time was just giving us an insight to Audrey's head? Yes. I mean, we have questions that we wanted to go into, and you bring up. Do you want to mention that your thing about Audrey for? Uh, is she the dreamer? Is she the dreamer? Can you imagine if Audrey was the dreamer that we were? They were all living in this dream. I hope she has a, a happy ending dream. Yeah. <laughs> my my question for next week is: I want her to at least meet with Cooper. I want her to come back and I want her I would love it if they embraced and lived happily ever after. That's but, not gonna happen. <laughs> I know that. Stop. All right. <laughs> so it won't happen, but at least please have a scene where real mm. Cooper and real Audrey are able to reconnect and and so, just give me something because I've been waiting 25 years for them I don't to be know able if to. We're gonna get that. Come on. Come on. We got two hours. I don't know. What <laughs> we what can else make time for that? Okay, so Cooper has to come back to Twin Peaks, reunite with everybody, save Audrey from her crazy nut house, and fight off something in two hours. Yep, this is good. I, I just need like a minute. Action I just need. A, I need. I'm trying to think of what kind of how they would respond to each other. But even if it's just a look at each other, you know, what? I think you're right because if we find out Mr. C had anything to do with Audrey, I feel like. They have to see each other some way, somehow. I always think originally they should have had Audrey be the one, not the Annie, where she, Audrey should have won the Miss Twin Peak contest. She should have been the one that was brought to the lodge. So I like the theory that let's say almost all the uh, Roadhouse stuff was Audrey. I think it could work. Minus a few things. Yes. The fight scene doesn't work. But the fight scene... Um, actually, the fight scene can work because it was easy top playing. There wasn't even a band. Yeah, it was skipping. It, it was right, skipping. Yeah. Like, who knows? Ah, I know. It'd be yeah. interesting to see how this all works out. Is Audrey the dreamer? Is she the dreamer? And the other Maybe. thing I want to say, I forgot to say with Bushman, so there's a scene where they're still in the hospital with Cooper, and Cooper's saying what a great guy he is, and they shake hands. Yeah. And it just brings me back to that scene where Bushman was trying to shake Cooper, Dougie's hand, and Dougie's like having trouble moving his arms around and not figuring out yeah, how to Yeah, trying shake to copy him. him. But I love the idea that you finally get that kind of respect for each other. Like, Cooper is back, and he's able to shake his hand and say, you know, you're a great guy and stuff. And I, I thought that was... I could kind of look back on that and say they should have shook hands earlier, but Dougie couldn't interact. Mm. You know, like he's all yeah, grown yeah, up. Yeah. Cooper's back 100%. Cooper's back. What a great episode. I mean, it's I... It's one, one of my favorite. It's really the I top agree. of a... I agree. It's just, like we said before, it a part of me wishes we got to the Cooper stuff sooner. I don't know, until this is over, to really cri- like critically think about what could have been without knowing how it ends. Yeah. But if I were to say right now, I felt like Cooper could have came back at least two episodes ago. Right. It's funny. I, I, I'm okay now that I've got him. You know, now that I finally see him, kind of, it's kind of been worth it. And I kind of think, let, let's say they had just done a movie, a, a Twin Peaks movie. It would have only been two hours long. You know, like if I went to a theater to see that. So I'm still getting my two hours movie of, of Cooper, <laughs> you know. That's true. It's but true. I agree. I mean, it's unfortunate. But Comic Lock has given an incredible performance as Mr. C and as Dougie. Dougie. And, and well, he it was Cooper though. Like you kept yeah, saying, right. that really was Cooper. Yeah, I still, I swear, I still listen to podcasts where I feel like. But they we think, say it too. 
We say doggy. I know, but sometimes people literally think that he's almost quantum leaping into people, and I'm kind of like, that is Cooper. Like, it is that Cooper. That is Cooper. But we just say Dougie because that's It's easier name. because it is so confusing because everybody around him calls him Dougie. But exactly. right, he's always been Cooper. Yeah. And that, and he, he proved that when he was able to wake up and know what was going on and loved it. So we have some – we have our, like, questions that we think need to be answered for next the, week. The next week. This Sunday. This say. Sunday. It's, it's only a couple fast. days ago. Oh, my gosh. It's Thursday? Yes. I didn't tell you. You know, I, my wife has been very nice, and she's going to make me a cherry pie. Our she cherry, told me. Uh, she told me it was the The cherry pie that we had, what was it? I can't remember. what Was it Christmas? I think our Christmas had, episode. Our Christmas, yes. So I think it's bourbon or something. Yes, there's alcohol in it. You're going to be drunk. <laughs> yes. But before it, it's over, you're going to pass out. <laughs> no. You got a hangover, Twin Peaks hangover. <laughs> I'll wake up, and it'll be like, Brian, can you believe that ending? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Then we'll be passed out. Yeah. Do you want to start with uh, your, and then we'll go back and forth and talk about our questions? Yeah, we'll go. We'll just go back and forth. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll let you go first. Well, will we see Red again? Because this is a mysterious character. We've Who's seen been bringing drugs into twice. The town. We've seen him duel three times. Yeah. We saw him in the very beginning. Right. We saw him meet up Part with Richard. Then. Yep. And then we saw him with Shelley. Yes. And. He was actually, I thought he would have a bigger role. There's so many characters on the show that you think are going to have a bigger role in this. I feel like if they're, if, I feel like they're setting up uh, a season four if it were to happen with these characters hmm. that we're not getting much of. I don't know. We talked to Joel about this before, yeah. how we're getting these world building. And we might not get payoffs for everybody because those payoffs could just happen never or in season four but all the bad guys so far have been killed off or they've been they've wrapped him up i feel like what about red so my my question that i think needs to be answered is will bobby briggs and shelly get back together again and they have the reason that the way they will get back together is how they resolve red so red red Mm. has his storyline and he's definitely has to be involved with the drugs maybe that's why chad was wrapped up so quickly you know we had the whole chad getting arrested because the real bad guy is red is red so if bobby if if bobby arrests red then shelly might be like bless you uh might be like you're amazing man or he might see Red for who he really is. I do still think that with Shelly seeing Norma and Ed back together, I really feel like she's like, wow, that is true love. And like, this- uh, There's no hope for Shelly. I, I, oh! Just come on. She's been around the block. Oh, you didn't go there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Brian you, is calling Shelly a whore, I think. No, no, <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Shelly's been with the bad guys All this right, long, no. and how does she not know? Yeah. It's disappointing. It's a, and I, I'm a Shelly fan. Okay. I love Shelly. Shelly is moved by Norma and Ed. And I, I believe hope so. that she will go back to Bobby. I hope so. I hope you're right. Yeah. But, and so I think, I I really think, that, I mean, they've been incredible how some of these storylines that they've been able to wrap up very quickly. So I think you could do it in two minutes. You have a scene where Red does something stupid and Shelly realizes yeah. and it's all wrapped up. Yeah, but I, I think that they deserve, these characters, Shelly and Bobby, deserve another scene. I agree. In the, in the end there. Um, um, Will, who, okay, we got to find out who is Judy. We didn't find out this episode, but I feel like the final episode might give us the answer. I agree. I mean, if they didn't want to talk about Judy. <laughs> why are we talking about Judy? Why are we talking about Judy? Exactly. So they definitely set it up with, with Agent Jeffries there saying, uh, talking about Judy. And the fact that we know who, Ju- that, that Cooper has met Judy before, I feel like we need a payoff for that. We deserve it. It's been 25 years since Firewalk with me. And we're, we're, we're torn. 
between uh, Major th- Briggs and uh, Nader Laura, La- or Laura, Laura Palmer. Palmer. I do love John Th- Thorne's theory about Laura Palmer. It's tough. I go back and I know. So here it is. I think we have got four. Diane, mm-hmm. who could also be Nadu. Nadu. Major Briggs is cool just because he's Garland Briggs and uh-huh. Gar- Julie I, Garland, yes. Wizard of Oz. That could be kind of cool. And it could be kind of cool to codename Judy. Yeah. And uh, what was the uh, Laura Palmer? See, I, I'm torn about Laura still. I feel like Laura can't be everything. But she ultimately could be. I, I I could be. I mean, and the fact that she's a mystery uh, for this whole season. Like we've only saw her in part once, two, yeah. so I feel like it'd be kind of cool for her to come back. And she's been. But yeah, I don't know. She's everything. She's everything. She's everything. What we got next? On and our then list? I want to say, you know, so we have this uh, person pretending to be Agent Jeffries. So we need an answer of who is this person that's been pretending to be Agent Jeffries. Um, yeah, is it Albert? Was it... Um, and the only reason I think... I like... I mean, at first I liked Albert, but he says to Mr. C in the hotel, motel, that we are going to get back together with Bob. Like, I want Bob back and we... Was it Sarah Palmer? Maybe. Or I... I mean, I really think Mike... Mike, Mike. the spirit, one our man there, seems like the most logical... Yes. What, what if all along he wasn't as good and helpful? I don't know. No, no. I honestly believe that uh, Mike has been playing... Um, into a lot of these things to get Bob back. He needs Bob back in there. That's, right. He's oh, so good. He could still be good, but he still thinks he's that we playing. gotta stop the evil. Yes. Yeah. So, I, he he wants Bob back. And I, I, I like that theory. Him, it's probably, to me, it still makes the most logical sense because mm. Mike has been all along been doing stuff to to basically strategize and figure out how to make sure good wins. And all along, Mr. C has been doing it, And they seem like the big... Do you feel like this is one gigantic... Uh, chess game. Yes, three three D chess. Chess or something. game. I can't is it real? It it's like that. a big chess game because you have Mike playing the pieces against Mr. C, who for twenty five years has been playing this, planting the seeds and playing these pieces. Yes. So, I don't know if you've already responded to that, really. But oh yes, will we see or hear what happened to the real Diane? I hope we get a moment of Cooper talking to Diane through his tape recorder. That would be good. Cool. That would right. be cool. Yeah, it's funny because you, you, we were going back and forth before the show talking about this, and you, I think you wrote to me, here, Diane. It's like, why is Brian saying here? But now that you're saying that, I know exactly what you're saying. You're saying that <laughs> that this whole thing with the tape recorder, all along it was only Cooper that, that was giving the messages. But wouldn't it be cool if we only heard Diane responding to the real yeah, to yeah. Cooper and stuff? So, yeah, it would be nice to have some kind of interaction with the Diane and Cooper to, one last time. One last time. And even, yeah, I want to know exactly what happened to the real Diane. Yes. And I want to know what was the purpose of the glass box. I, I mean, I have to, I, I could say my theory, and it seems like a lot of people's theory, was to somehow for Mr. C to use that glass box to um, summon Cooper or allow him to, to stay out. Well, it's funny you were going there. I would say it was to summon the mother. Like, the, we got... It was to summon the... the oh, well, I don't the, think he the, wanted the, the mother to come out because the mother's going to want Bob back. I always felt it was a box to capture Cooper to allow him to stay in the real world and Cooper... Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Because I feel like, why would he want mother to come out looking for him? I think mother got out somehow. Interesting. I don't know. And then we, we go back to that card with... Uh, Daria, and he says, you know what this is? Yeah. I always wondered, 
I, Maybe it, you're right. Maybe he wanted Mother to come out, and that would allow him to stay out because it would be a cat and mouse game. Like, I don't know. If but he it, killed Mother, would he allowed to be stay out? Would he be able to stay out the whole time? Or he just have pure evil with them. Maybe he just Ooh, wants. I don't yeah. know. It, but yeah, so I still feel like some there's some answers about that glass box. I, I do hope. agree. I uh, it looks like I have a. You can take either one there. All right. Um, will we learn of Harry Truman's fate? Will we see him? I don't think we're gonna see him. Yeah. No. But I think I want to believe we're gonna see. I feel like I feel like we need to have some surprise. We either need to see we uh Michael O'Keen. Uh-huh. Or we need to see Heather Graham as Annie. We need. To, I feel like we need. To, we deserve one little surprise that was not part of the cast that we weren't expecting. It's going to so, be David Bowie playing. That would be amazing. No, I mean, <laughs> I think this final episode, we might not get another Roadhouse thing until the very end. It might be Julie Cruz. It's got to be Julie Cruz. Um, it's got to be Julie. But I don't know if he would show up. But I feel like we're going to get a positive. I feel like he's not going to die. Like, we think he's sick. I think he's going to fight whatever he has, cancer or something. Yeah. And I think we're going to hear good news. I hope so. But I maybe really we do. see a photo of him. Right. I don't know. I don't and know. And do you think... You know, it, maybe. We've had so many different passings. You know, are we going to have a uh, Margaret uh, funeral? Are we going to have... You know, we've talked about having all these people come together again. I, it would be wonderful to have... But mm. all the cast, all the Twin Peaks people come together for maybe in honor of the log lady. Ooh, I, and you end it that way? Yeah. Ooh, that, would that would be, be nice. nice. That would be yeah. It's gonna be a dance. <laughs> I think about Inland Empire. No. Oh, no. But yeah, uh, but what if but what if everybody comes together one last time and it is Cooper's Cooper's funeral? Ah. Uh, uh, no. I don't know if they can end it like that. And I have one more about Linda. So we had the whole Richard Linda thing from the fireman and mm-hmm. Cooper, and I do think we should still find out what was that all about. Like, what was the point of of Lin- Yeah, yeah. I got a few more. You uh, do? Yeah, yeah. Just a couple, real quick. Um, I I got wrote this. Was Richard made to be disposable? And I kind of talked uh, about this before. Yeah, yeah. So was this like a twenty-five year? Uh, uh, yeah. strategy this like, is what i'm it, saying i feel like mr c has been planting these seeds physically and mentally and all these different things for the last 25 years i don't i i will still say i i i'm putting the, the foot down here i i think he did something to audrey i don't think she was impregnated i think he grabbed her dna and i think that he created Richard, and I feel like he created Richard because it would have his DNA, her DNA, and it allowed him to use Richard for his evilness. Yeah. Like R- Richard became it was a e- bad seed, and he did bad things, and he deserved to die. But I feel like Mister C knew that he could use him as a pawn later on. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like he was just d- a disposable son. He wasn't yeah, made right. for functioning. It's funny. I've been thinking about this, and you, you think of stories like uh, Return of the Jedi. You have Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, and Darth Vader's downfall in some ways was that he did love his child, and that like his love for his for Luke kind of made him become good in some ways. Mm-hmm. And and you think about something Mr. C, it's like he could care less about his son. He could care less about evil. That's pure evil, evil to not even have a heart enough of your own flesh and blood. So, I mean, like, it, it doesn't get any more evil than that. There is no, there's no real weakness for Mr. C, really. Like, you can't even, not even only, he doesn't even care about his own son. Yeah, and here, we'll go dark here. 
Okay, so what if he he okay he raped Diane? So he is possible that he could have raped Audrey. Yeah. No doubt, she could have had that baby in the coma. Now, uh, there was this movie, not a very good movie, that came out uh, a while ago, Sucker Punch. Um, you know, it's our it's it's questionable. Oh, yeah, it's I've good. Seen the trailers it looked like a really cool stylistic film, and I keep great being- trailer. <laughs> this is not a very fun movie. The movie is ultimately about these women who go, go into um, this, uh, this asylum, asylum yeah. but the doctor is raping them. Oh. So then they go into their mind to escape it. Yes. And it almost becomes Inception. See, the concept sounds very intriguing, very interesting. It's very I dark. I want to believe it's feminist. You know, like there's a strong Yeah, yeah. Message. I mean, there's a strong message there. But see, this one woman, every time she's abused... She would create this world in her head so she can escape the abuse. Yes. And I'm wondering if this is sort of the same thing with Audrey. Yeah. But I, so I haven't seen that film, but I love that, that that she's a warrior, that she takes on all of these things. In Is it in the dream world there? See, the, yes. Yeah, right. So I love the idea that it seems They're like... They're conquering very, these right. things in this world, and it goes deeper and deeper into their minds. While these horrible, horrific things are happening to their body. Uh, and I'm wondering about Audrey, if it's the same thing where... She was raped, and she went into shock, and she's kind of living in her own brain to escape it. Yes. And we're seeing her with Charlie trying to get out. I want out of my own head. And I feel like we got that moment where she's looking in the mirror, and she's finally snaps out of it. And she's out. That's kind of where I'm going with that. Yeah, it it sounds really good. Yeah, I mean... Sucker Punch, it's an all right movie. It's weird. Um, It's some, you know... Check it out if you want to have this weird inception thing going. <laughs> that is it. Do you have any other? Uh, no, I think that's. I think yeah. that's it. I mean, I just can't believe we're going to be going into the very last two hours this Sunday. I can't Sunday. believe it either. Oh, wow, what a, what a long, strange trip it's been. Oh my God, Ben, I can't believe it. And I don't know. Whatever happens, I know we're all going to be very hopefully very satisfied by all this yes. and we're going to walk out and we'll have another 25 years to talk about you know oh, i'm excited it's very I exciting I mean, and, to, and to have cooper going into this at least to have the real cooper you can't ask for anything more than that yeah i mean oh and that yeah. music too like so you, you have him wake up and he says i'm uh, i am the fbi and they have the theme music going yes. in there that was so yes awesome. it was, was so cool oh. i know here the old twin peaks music right it had the very home feeling and with him in the limousine talking to the mission brothers and they're getting drinks and right. i love it it's like you're telling me that you're not a, yeah. a, a, an insurance salesman <laughs> you're with the fbi yeah, I, missing for, uh, it was funny it was yeah great. it was so great um but before we get into community feedback ben i want to remind everybody we have all our firewalk with me. We have shirts. We have mugs. We have stickers. We have cell phone covers. We have anything you want that we can throw a, a, a image on in our um, T Public merch store, and the uh, link is in our show notes. Very cool, and it was great to see Josh from the Red Room and our friend uh, Ben Bino. Who, wearing the, our logo shirt. Josh that, got one? Yeah. I saw the Beano one. I saw Josh got one, too. Oh, it was awesome. nice. Yeah. He, was, he, he actually said, you know, supporting all these different podcasts, but he was wearing our shirt. Uh, so it was very cool. I got to check you that guys. out. That yes. Awesome. Thank you. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, I saw uh, Beano's, uh, he got it. And, I mean, they, they and the 
I forget her name, so excuse me. I don't know if she listens, but the the girl who created the over the top t shirt, which is selling very well, uh, she ordered one herself and she posted it on Facebook. Aww. And she's like, "Look what I made!" That's awesome. So that was so cool. Um, and, and you know, this this money, it, you know, part of it goes to us, which it goes right back into the show. Yeah. And if if an artist designed the shirt. It, money goes to them, so I mean it's really a great thing for everybody who's who's uh, buying our the stuff on the store. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate it, and um, yeah, there's sales always going on. I don't think there's a sale going on right now, but I you feel can, like there'll be there'll be sales. There's always. Sales. I mean, get it now if you want to support us, but I'm sure in, in a few weeks or a week or who knows, there'll be more sales coming. Yeah. Also, we're gonna rotate. So I, I'm not going to make a guarantee that some of these logos are always going to be up there. Right. Like so the if you Doug, like, we had a Dougie shirt that's gone now? Oh, not yet. Oh, uh, it's still there. I, it's going to be gone at the end of the season. Uh, Dougie, the Dougie Limited t-shirt will be gone uh, probably Monday after the show is over. Um, so get it now. Yeah, get it now. The Firewalk Me stuff's up there. The Over the Top, that might be limited for, I don't know. It's very popular. It might be up there for a little bit longer. <laughs> um, but still... We're going to rotate. We're not going to keep the same things up there. Um, and so just get them while they're hot. And cool. uh, we appreciate the business. Yeah. Um, so, Ben, we got community feedback. And this is going to be our first community feedback from YouTube. We've we've really uh, got ourselves a little group of people on the YouTube community. Uh, it seemed like very nice people. They've uh, corrected us when we were wrong oh, on a yeah. couple of things. Um <laughs> I will talk about this first before we go into community feedback. Well, before you get, you mentioned YouTube. So yeah. At the end of this part, part sixteen, they're you know they're playing this the the there's music oh, going yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. there's music going on in the guitar uh, in the roadhouse and it's backwards. Yeah, they play the thing backwards, which is so cool. I think it's more of Audrey's dance or something yes. like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But then I swear I hear it again. I swear I hear a secret message, and I have to reverse it. And I swear it's David Lynch again yelling something. And first I thought he said number two. Some people say some people think it's Cooper two, but it definitely sounds like he's saying something two. I tried to listen. I couldn't hear it. You couldn't hear it. Yeah. No. I'm crazy then. No. I in the comments people were saying what they heard. It's at the very so I I put it up on on YouTube on our channel. Yeah. I thought hey maybe some people would have some feedback and and share stuff. I thought it said something. About I love YouTube. it. Yeah. I love that we can. You can put something up there, and the people on YouTube just have a lot of fun with it. And someday when I have some time, I'm now wondering, is it possible that Lynch has been putting messages in every show? Because recently we're starting to see more of these. You know, they could be happy accidents. They really could just be nothing. It just could be him directing. And right, and he, he kind left of like, it in hey, the it's mix. backwards, so who cares, right? Yeah. Uh, or we don't know. There's so many possibilities with him. Um, also, I want to point out... People on YouTube and Facebook, we got comments saying, yes, people can uh, be pregnated and have a child while in a coma. So I stand corrected. I just made an education educational guess thinking, how can the body uh, do such a thing? And if it's in a coma, right. but I am I'm 100 percent wrong. Uh, they shared someone shared an article about this woman who actually. Um, she was pregnant, went into a coma, and actually they gave she gave birth while in the coma. She woke up ten days later, and her baby was born. Amazing. And then there was another story that um, that I'm going to read in community feedback here. Um, I'll, I'll call her Av. I'm not going to mess up the person's name like I always mess up someone's name. Uh, but they wrote on YouTube. 
Since you all discussed this, my grandmother was a registered nurse at East Louisiana State Hospital in the late 1970s. And, you know, they were driving home. She said, I must have been eight or nine. We'd always talk about grown-up stuff on long drives to New Orleans to visit my cousins. She told me of a female patient who fell down, fell down some stairs and went into a coma. Hmm. A little over a year, her belly started to uh, grow noticeably. Uh, it was clear that either one of the other patients or staff members impregnated her. Wow. And she was in this coma state. Um, she asked about the baby. She said that the baby grew to term and was fine and went to live with the family. Um, so as horrid as raping someone in a coma sound, it has been done. And the body can't perform some normal functions, even when the brain is damaged. Wow. So it just might be what happened on Twin Peaks, but we will soon find out. And yes, we will find out next week. Sunday, 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 Sunday. If this this is Audrey's case, yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, we were wrong, but I mean, I'm glad people told us because I, I, I would never. It is crazy to think that, like, yeah, yeah. like you're you're <laughs> you wouldn't think the body could do that. I know, it's, it's incredible. It is very incredible. Um, that is it for community feedback, Ben. We do have a special guest today. We're on the phone with Joel Baco, the man, the myth. The guy who does LostInTheMovies.com, he does these amazing video essays. Hey, Joel. Hey, guys. So we had to get you back on right before the end of the series. How are you doing? How are you feeling about this uh, this coming to a conclusion of Twin Peaks? It's it's exciting, and it's kind of like, I in a weird way, I feel like I'm less, I don't know if sad is the right, maybe I'll feel differently once once it's really over. But um, I've, I feel less like kind of le- oh, like here's the end and everything because it feels – I've loved watching it live and not knowing and waiting the weeks in between. Like it's a new experience for me. Yeah. But it also – like I was – I think I was kind of romanticizing it in a way ahead of time. Like there's going to be like nothing like this way of watching it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's going to be – because I didn't – because I watched all of the original Twin Peaks just – closely in a couple weeks on dvd so i'm like you know this is going to be like i'm i don't even know if i'm going to want to like discuss it just like sit with it each week and let it like wash over me like this dream and it's the the real show i think the diane podcast said this it's not really like that like it's a real thing so it's like you know parts of it are dreamlike parts of it like you struggle with parts of it you're excited with and parts of it you just re want to rewatch right away so it's it's the the thing for me is it's going to end on Sunday and that part of that experience is gone and I will never come back the watching it for the first time and that yeah. is great right. but it's also made me realize how much I do love what I've had with Twin Peaks which is having the whole thing to wrestle with yeah so I'm I'm kind of excited to see it reach that point just as much as I'm excited to see it for the first time I'm excited to have this whole thing now and be able to kind of engage with it that way. It's that's going to be a whole new experience, and I feel like that's going to be at least. I don't know how long you guys are planning on keeping doing your thing, but I feel like the, at least the next six to nine months, I'm going to have <laughs> a lot of Twin Peaks to stuff to do. So definitely, it's almost yeah. like a beginning in a way. Right. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, we're definitely talking about at least going to the end of the year. I mean, we definitely feel really pumped yeah. about this. We can do interviews t- till 2018, and then we have to reevaluate the show. And Yeah, I mean, it. we could go a little strong in the beginning of next year and then kind of, you know, spread it out some. Right. And, and Joel, I hope we could do some Lost in Twin Peaks with you, Joel. Yeah, we got to bring that gotta, segment yeah, back. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Having yeah, these, definitely. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And you've been... Well, you, were you going to say, Joel? I was just going to add that uh, talking about how, you know, being a new beginning and not having the whole thing to grapple with, it's almost more than that in a way because we're not just waiting for like one more piece, like one eighteenth of the total. It really, even even though this is a much more even production than the original Twin Peaks, I still feel like so much is going to be packed into the end yeah. that it is going to be a little similar to the finale in Firewalk with me, where those carry so much yeah. of what we make of the original Twin Peaks. Yeah, I think these last two hours are going to do that as well in their own way. Oh, I agree. A lot I mean, to be done. Brian and I were, had yeah. we had put together like around ten questions that we felt needed to be answered. And you think about this, <laughs> like, oh my gosh! I mean, there's even more than that. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. But I was like trying to say, okay, let's and I'm talk sure about some of them won't be. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, can we can we resolve Shelly and Bobby? Can we resolve what's this glass box? What's going on with? I mean, there's so many mm-hmm. different things going on, and you're like, how are they going to get to it all? Are they going to go back to talking about Truman? and like what happened to Harry Truman. Yeah, there's a lot. I feel like it's going to be a very fast pace these these last two parts. Definitely. And so you've been uh, on lostinthemovies.com. You've been doing it every week, right? You've been uh, you've been posting your blog. Has it been like the same night or it seems like within the next day that you've been posting these? Yeah, usually within a few hours. Wow. I go straight from watching it to writing. The only time I couldn't do that was um, – Part 10, I had to wait till the next morning just because I was out in California for a cousin's wedding. And I, I managed to watch it more or less live. But, I, you know, there was stuff going on. It, it was after the wedding, but there were still gatherings and dinner and stuff like that. So I had to wait till the next morning. But other than that, they've all gone up that night. Yeah. And I like that, you know, in the, your latest uh, blog post, the, uh, for part sixteen, you 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 mentioned Mahalan Drive, and you mentioned Audrey goes to Hollywood. She was originally going to have her own series yep. and stuff, and I like that whole thing. Can can you talk a little bit more about what your thoughts about Audrey right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I mean that was quite an ending. So what do we make of that? I was just thinking about that. There's like a few possibilities. You know, clearly whatever reality she's in in that last few seconds is different from the reality she was in before yeah what that means exactly if it's a magical thing if it's a hallucination or a dream we don't know but Mm. yeah exactly i think it i'll be shocked if it's not playing on that trope because when you see somebody even though that's not really how like a a, a, you know a a, mental mental health clinic looks like that's the stereotype for film is like an all white place with white walls and white. So it's like, uh, I'll be, I think either that or some sort of other dream realm. Yeah. You know, uh, something like that. I I don't, I think that's what it's going to be. And these characters, some of these characters, these minor characters have had scenes in the roadhouse where they're talking about nut house or something. And and so there's definitely some talk about it. Do you think Brian and I were talking about this? Do you think that means all the roadhouse has been, is not real? Or it's do, in Audrey's head. Has it been all in Audrey's head the whole time? I think there's a few possibilities. One is that only her scenes have been in her head. 
with her and Charlie and then the last one in the roadhouse. The yeah. other possibility is all of the roadhouse scenes but nothing else have been in her head. And then the third possibility is like everything's been in her head. <laughs> oh, and no. I kind of don't – yeah, I, I yeah, don't, we don't really want that, think but, yeah. they're going for that. I mean I think they might end up doing something like that but not with Audrey. Like it seems – if anything, this would be like a dream within a dream or something because yes. I think I think she's way more important to the return than people kind of thought she was going to be, knowing that she wasn't in that much and that right. maybe you know there were some difficulties getting her on set and stuff like that. Um, I think she's definitely turned out to be more crucial than people expected, but I, I don't think I still don't think. The you know they talk about an episode uh, or part um, fourteen or whatever. Uh, who is the dreamer? I don't think it could be Audrey. Just because if this is anybody's story, it's probably Cooper's or Laura's. The right. only other character I could see becoming kind of a somebody who's envisioning or controlling all of this would be Sarah Palmer, just because some of the stuff that's happened. Yeah, and plus she's related to Laura, so it's still within that Cooper Laura thing. But right. I think as important as Audrey is. I don't. I don't think she could be the dreaming. You know, envisioning the whole thing. So yeah, I think probably the roadhouse stuff. Maybe like maybe if they. It depends how obvious they kind of want to get with it, because Lynch likes to keep things somewhat ambiguous. But I think this show has also shown it's not afraid to be kind of on the nose sometimes. Yeah. So it could be that it's like other inmates or or other patients. It's inmates. It's like Arkham Asylum. Or something <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, other like other other patients there who are like she's overhearing their conversations and they're mixing with her own, or yeah, you know, that might be yeah. a little on the nose, but but something like that, or or just stuff in her own head. Yeah, that, I think that yeah. I think that's where it's going, and the, I I feel like. Or sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say the, I like your idea about the ambiguity. Um, if if this ended where we had to keep guessing, um. And we'll never know, really, what was in our head or not. I like that idea. And do you think there's some more surprises along the way for this last final? Like, I keep wondering about can- Candy there. Yeah. Like, is she, could she be Laura Palmer yeah. or could she be another character that's waking up? Like, I don't know. She just seems – she feels like a, a girl version of Dougie to me. Yeah. 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 She repeats yeah. the same things that people say. She was say. saying the weather reports for yeah. some reason. She's right. talking yeah. about which, the air conditioning. Which seemed to me – we've talked about this, I think, before. She watches TV too. So it's almost like she's been watching stuff and then responding to it about the weather. Yeah. Or, very odd. I, I mean if I had to guess – um, I would. I don't think there's going to be a twist with her. I think she's just kind of going to remain this ambiguous character. Yeah. Because um, I do think a lot of stuff, anything that they don't like have to answer, I kind of don't think they will. There's like much there's, time, right? Yeah. There's a, there's a few things. I, I, I kind of feel like we are going to find out more. Either we'll find out more about the glass box or we'll see something with like the mother or something that just retroactively kind of tells us. Yeah. I think we'll find out who the billionaire was because they threw. There was no reason to throw that out there if they're not. I think it's Mr. C. It's not like it doesn't add like atmosphere or anything. Really, right. it's just. Yeah, I, I was thinking. Yeah, I agree. I thought maybe. I mean, I thought it was Mr. C because yeah. we get that picture of him with that pool and that nice home in Florida or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like yeah, really Miami Vice. My yeah, my <laughs> it was like Grand Theft Auto. Uh, uh, yeah. Mr. C there. Yeah. So yeah, I, and with his electronic skills, he could tap in. But I mean, it's kind of funny to think of a billionaire just like 
scuzzing around on these back roads <laughs> like, right. with his gang of hooligans. Well, it seems like maybe he was living the life for like 20 years. Yeah. And then like the last yeah. few years, he was like, okay, I got to get dirty and, and get under the radar. Yeah, under, yeah, the, radar. under the radar. Yep. Uh, and what do you think about this Diane, the reveal of Diane? Yeah. And she's a doppelganger, a tulpa. Yeah, that was an amazing scene. So I don't know. I feel like she's more – I think they're making a distinction between doppelgangers and tulpas. Ah, I'm not sure if they are, but it seems like Dougie was more of like a tulpa and and the doppelganger obviously is a doppelganger. I'm not huh. I'm not sure that's what they're going with. It's but hard to tell. I agree with yeah. that, Joel. I do. I, because Cause she seemed more like Dougie because the fact that she yeah. – he like evaporated and he said the, – the fact that he said that exact line, you were manufactured for a purpose, is obviously meant to connect her to – I'm talking the the real Dougie, not the yep. yeah. Dougie Cooper that was kind of bumbling around. <laughs> no, you know what? You make a good point. I think doppelganger is like the uh, – rever- it's the opposite of yeah. someone. It's like this evil and then a tulpa yeah. would indicate yeah. this person's not evil. It's just someone who is made to – be this person to look like them and have the same memories and it's like a clone it's like a clone yeah. version of you yeah I, yeah. I do agree with that very interesting yeah and I, I really loved how they played that scene because I think and that it, it's an interesting comparison because with the Dougie he just was sort of a sappy character you know you're not really sorry when he goes you don't see him as having too much inner life yeah. just yeah. kind of being the slob who kind of you know yeah. goes through life <laughs> kind of we're ambling along, but with Diane, she's so much more sympathetic, um, and she seems to have really a presence of the previous Diane within her, which I certainly didn't get that sense from Dougie. So um, maybe it's like a third thing or something. I don't know, but it, that was I, I in in some ways I feel like for all the other cool, interesting, fun stuff that was in the episode. I feel like that was almost that was the strongest material I thought. Everything with Diane, from when she got the text to when she like evaporates inside of the lodge. I oh, just yeah. thought that whole section was really powerful. Yeah. And I think it's one of the few times that we've seen the return get into some of the stuff in Lynch's later work, which usually has to do with like women and responding to their own trauma or something that you see a lot of in Inland Empire. Yes. And obviously, um, Firewalk with me. And this was kind of the only time I got into that. I got into it in like weird, kind of troubling ways. I mean, what you essentially have is you have a character talking to her, telling her coworkers that, you know, her, um, that one of their colleagues raped her and then they shoot her. I mean, obviously, there's more within the scene to make, to kind of explain that, but that's what you have. So it's this very disturbing but powerful moment where i feel like it's it's one of the few moments i think in the series that's kind of doing what lynch does at his best where he takes some sort of psychological phenomenon like the way something feels and then he turns it into like story material in a very surreal way where it's partly kind of metaphor partly kind of its own thing and 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 it's hard to pin down that way yeah Yeah. so that was the whole thing was very lynchian very. Yes. I agree. And you wonder about Diane. I always wondered, like, has she always been this way? You know, like, 25 years right. ago, was she always saying fuck you to everybody? Or now that we have a more understanding of what she, yeah. trauma she went through, is she saying that because, hey, you know, Gordon Cole, you weren't there, and Albert, you weren't there, and I got raped by basically her boss. I mean, if, if yeah. she kind of looks at it as Cooper as somebody that she yep. reported to, and, like, yeah. 
I don't, yeah, I don't know. You, you, you question that. It, it was such a great scene, though. I mean, that music and the and the whole thing, and oh. the, the intensity of it, her looking at the gun in her purse, and like just, yeah, it was a, a great scene, really good. And and to end with uh, to end with her in the in the red room with Mike and saying, "Hey, you were manufacturing." She's like, "I know. Fuck you." Yeah, she was self aware. Yeah, that, that was so good. Yeah, like she was self aware of. Her being made, right, which was interesting. And we were talking about how Dougie doesn't seem to be maybe like, like the real Cooper, but in a way, Dougie is half of Cooper and then copied over. So you mean because I'm guessing Mr. C well, probably. I'm thinking Mr. C know. manufactured him. I would think. Yeah, yeah I think so too. So it's like part if we split Cooper in half and we have Mr. C. I mean, I don't yeah. really know if that's true, but I think he's been split in half. Yeah, and that's then, what I was gonna say though. Yeah. Keep going, keep going. No, I'll that's it, though. I think that idea that, that Cooper and Mr. C have split in half, so you only then have Mr. C to make a, a, a copy of himself or manufacture Dougie. That's why maybe Dougie doesn't have that same quality of, of That's a good Cooper. point. Yeah. 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 So here's what I wanted to say about that is up until this episode, I feel like we've had sort of like suggestions – that um, Mr. C isn't like half of Cooper, but everything concrete we've had kind of pointed to that. And I don't maybe concrete's not the right word, but like that image from the dream where the two of them split and reform or reform and split. Yeah, um, you see them. So it's like they're like equal parts of the whole. And right. then mm-hmm. the the interviews Lynch gave and Lynch on Lynch and the way he talks about it and the way John Thorne and I would say myself as well have kind of viewed this idea of like the doppelganger as the shadow meaning like sort of a part of the whole and Cooper can't face that and now he's split I have to say though and I like I prefer that there I think that's far more uh, dramatically and psychologically compelling I have to say though after part 16 I don't know that that's really tenable it seems like they're running with the idea that the Cooper out in the world is the full Cooper right. and Mr. C is like this sort of bad echo yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, so I, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. I've always wondered if they're gonna do that, and they they put off doing it till now with the whole Dougie thing. Yeah, but here we are. If they're gonna do that, how do they make that resonant? Because it can be fun to watch, but at the end of the day, if if it just ends with like Good Cooper defeats the bad copy, I, I don't know where that really leaves us in terms of like interesting character insight or or just something you can take from it the way you can take from other Lynch stuff. So I'm very curious to see how they how they do that. Yeah, it's funny going in, in into this series, I was I felt like what you and John Thorne have said. I felt like, oh, we're going Cooper's going to have to wrestle with the bad things he's done. But thinking that 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 Mr. Yeah. C is a part of him, but yeah. he, definitely this whole series has kind of been that these are two very separate people and they have different actions and it doesn't yeah. seem to me that Cooper feels any responsibility for well, just, Mr. C. Right. But I don't think he knows. And they they flirted with both, I think. Yeah. Like they flirted with because they like I said there were those times where you did feel like oh okay they are split or like when Jeffries says oh you are Cooper and mm. there's been these little hints but now that for the moment they're running in a different direction. I think I I still kind of suspect, I won't say expect, but I kind of suspect part 17 and 18 are going to pull some kind of twist, maybe not on the level of like a Mulholland Drive, but s- sort of pull pull back and change the context of everything we're seeing. And if it does do that, I think it, it would probably have something to do 
with that question of like how are these two Coopers actually connected beyond yeah. just looking alike and everything. Yeah, we have a theory. We have a like a sad theory of we right. Well, of, right. Yeah, we're, we're we're concerned that that Cooper is going to have to Con- sacrifice himself. Really, like he's a right. Christ uh, uh, figure. I yeah, guess. almost. Yeah. yeah, like he's. Because you have like it's like a, a battle. You have Mister C. You have Cooper, but you also have Sarah Palmer involved, and probably yeah. Laura. Laura's got to show back. And Laura's got to show up too. Yeah, she will. I'm so sure. you have all these forces with all the hints. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it could be pretty big. What What's gonna go down, or how is it gonna go but down? That whole scene with with, with Cooper taking his family over to, in the casino and having right. a talk. I really my concern is like that's a, a talk with the audience. The uh, he's telling the audience that like, yeah. hey, I've got to go. I got to do this, and it's kind of like, is this his? Way of almost saying goodbye, and I I really hope they don't kill this character off. And I know recent this past week Kyle was like, "We're gonna put away my suit, and they're gonna put it you know in, in the archives. archives." But you never yeah. know; maybe they'll bring it back. And it's like, but if right. Dougie, <laughs> if this new Dougie's created, Cooper still lives on. Yeah, right. Because he has all the memories, and he's created yeah. from this good side of Cooper, not the Mister C side, the bad side. But yeah, it's very interesting because our you know our Theories are going wild now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Joel, we only yeah. have a few minutes. I want to any like final thoughts that you have about the series, about what, what we might be getting into in the final. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, I, I suspect maybe they're gonna pull sort of pull the rug out from under us. And honestly, I I hope they do. I, I won't be shocked. Um, and I. I'd almost put 50-50 odds on it. I would be a little disappointed, though, if they kind of conclude things sort of straightforwardly. Yeah. Like everything, mm-hmm. other than whatever they're doing with Audrey, everything sort of stays within this this one reality, and you have Cooper resolve with Mr. C in like the second hour of the two-part fina- of the two-part finale, and then somehow you know they do something to sort of bring back. Laura, because Leland said, find Laura, and, right. you know, they show her picture at the beginning and all of this stuff. So they're, they're setting up something with her. But if that's just kind of like the last punctuation and it ends kind of – I don't want to say straightforwardly because I'm 100% sure Lynch is going to do some wild stuff. He yeah. always does, especially in big moments like these. But I I want the finale to just change our whole perception of it. You know the way the way that other Lynch stuff is done, and I'm not sure that's what he's going for with this, which is okay. Like yeah. I'll I'll still be happy with it, but you know I I think the power of the ending we had of, of, of the finale and then Firewalk with me was that it did just that, and I think they may be going for something a little more. Um, in a straight line, in a way, from what we've seen, mm, yeah. if that makes sense. And could they go with a happy ending? I mean, I, keep... I, th- I, th- I think in some sense it will be. Yeah. Uh, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be like the end of season two. I'm positive about that. I hope not. There'll yeah. be some yeah. sort of resolution. I mean, in terms of Cooper surviving, I think the funny thing is, we're all kind of talking about how we want to see Cooper back, and it is. But really, I mean, what is his? He's 60 years old. I don't know how much longer he would be in the FBI anyways. Yeah. His friend Harry is sick. I won't be shocked if they show up in town and Harry's just died. Like that seems like the only thing they could be setting up with all of these 
phone calls to Harry, you know. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't have a family except for the one that he had as Dougie. It's like I, I think I don't I don't know that there really is a huge future for him regardless. I just don't like it I don't I don't know. So I, I think either he is gonna sacrifice himself or and this would be kind of the Happy ending. It's almost like if if he's creating this other double, that one goes on to stay with the FBI, and he goes back to like Janie E and Sonny Jim as mm. actually himself. Mm. You know, yeah, because he never had a family and all of, all of that. It might be a little corny, but I don't know. They seem to be setting up that possibility. But the funny way he says it to Janie E and his son, there he says like Dougie, and then he stops himself, basically saying yeah. he'll be back. So he seems to be, and she's saying, "Oh, yeah. you're not Dougie." So it seems to me, in his mind, it seems to be like. Yeah. You'll get Dougie back, but not me. <laughs> not me. Why would they want? Why would they want <laughs> Dougie back? Yeah, yeah. they want him. The right. is him. Yeah, <laughs> even even him as the kind of half there that he was as you know, quote unquote Dougie. They still prefer that to the original Dougie, who was pretty neglectful and right. hapless. Yeah. Well, I think I'm hoping that we, we get the we got original recipe Cooper, and he that he plants a seed. Maybe it'll be more like himself than yeah. it would be from a a Mr. C version of <laughs> Dougie. Do you think we'll get anything else with Richard, or was that? I mean, that's yeah. We debated. Uh, it about was that. a good moment, but that was very anticlimactic. Right. That's, yeah. I think if, he's why, like dead. why was he? Why did he have this whole long story arc just yeah. for that? Well, like, so I'd be a little I'd, right. Be askance at that just a little bit. Well, Richard and Linda, there was talk about Richard and Linda being right, the fireman yeah, at the point. very yeah. beginning. So I feel like, I do kind of feel like he has to come back or they have to somehow tie him in with Linda. Linda. Yeah. So or yeah. he's in the lodge or something. I right. don't know. Yeah. And it's funny Who knows? how he We're dies. He dies in a way that's almost like. We've never seen it before. Yeah. He's, he kind of, like firecracker, like he just fades away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like. I mean, it would be kind of funny in a sense if after all that, he just, that's just what happens. Right. But it didn't feel like, didn't feel like a conclusion to that, to that story. I agree. I think one, the one other thing I do, I, of all the little side stories, I do want to know sort of what happened with, with Becky and Steven, if Steven's dead, if people are saying, oh, they think he killed Becky yeah. and oh. how would Bobby and Shelly do it? Like I, 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 I would like Res. I think that's one of the small sort of subplots that I actually feel invested in. Yeah, I think Becky's fine. I feel like Becky. I think. Yeah, I'll be I think surprised he, if they killed her. Yeah, I think he killed himself, but yeah. he was high on drugs, and, and I think he. Sa- he seems to be saying that she, may, she, being maybe Becky, gave her drugs. It gave him drugs. It's weird. He, it's so hard to understand him. And I put the closed captioning yeah. on. Yeah. But it's kind of like, is he saying maybe Becky gave him these really powerful drugs? And but but yeah, there's, I don't know. It's so hard to understand that, yeah. that last scene with him. Yeah. Well, uh, what was going on? Yeah. But you're right. I feel like we need to see Becky one more time. And Red too. Yes. Something, yeah. Something's up with Red. I yeah. Don't know why. We're but, thinking that could be a wrap-up um, if Bobby ends up arresting Red since they got Chad. Oh, who needs to arrest him? Just, like, have a shootout. A shootout. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> yeah. it's going to be an arrest. I think he seems like a figure who needs to be uh, put Take down yeah. <laughs> if, uh, yeah. if anything's going to happen. Now, it wasn't it wasn't Bobby and Red fighting in the roadhouse when Audrey was there? Because I thought the guy who ran up said Bobby. I didn't you're hear being, that. You're no, was my wife. must have missed her. That's my wife, but I don't even know <laughs> who they were. were. Yeah. He didn't look like red. And no, I, I don't didn't think really so. see who he was attacking. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. I thought they had something to do with Audrey's little side drama series. Right. It could have been. It, it could have been, been Chuck, yeah. or it could have been. Oh, I'm not even gonna try to list all the names. Yeah. Of people Tina, Tina. Tina. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Billy, Bling, it's Bing. Like a side show. Yeah. Who knows? Oh man, what's so exciting? I can't wait. We're 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 just a few days away from uh, the finale. Oh, I can't, I can't believe it. Yeah. Well, Joel, I think we got to go, but I hope we can have you on again soon, especially because I'd love to talk to you more about the final and kind of yeah, what, up what happened. Yeah. Yes, definitely. That'd did cool. you guys make predictions or anything on on your on your part we of did, the show? We did. We did make predictions well, on today's show a little bit. Uh, well, <laughs> what we want to see, or like what you want to see. Not right. yeah. we did questions and kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. there anything you want to see? Yeah, I will still say I I put this. Other people have been talking about. I put this out there like. It would be somewhat repetitive, so I'm not expecting it. But I, I've talked about Mulholland Drive so much in relation to this show. Um, there just are a lot of interesting connections, almost more than sometimes more than the, to the original Twin Peaks. I wouldn't mind if he kind of pulls the same trick with with Laura in the end, and her being Judy or something like. Yeah. Not. I don't think he can have like her waking up on a pillow and like do the exact same thing. But in sense of like, we reach some sort of conclusion or something with the mr c cooper early in part 17 and then the rest of the show somehow we cut away to this judy figure you know it's it's who knows mm. what we're gonna get but it's right. like if if laura if he's got to find laura and so she's somewhere out there in this world um at, you know she could be in another form nato or or candy like people are saying or something yeah. but i think he always likes to have Cheryl Lee play Laura and her surrogates. So right, yeah, yeah. somebody had a real quick. Somebody had this theory that so he manufactures another version of himself. We can call him Dougie, yeah. and it's Dougie that goes off and finds Laura Palmer. So like you know, you think they have they have Dougie going to do the investigation so that Cooper can focus on whatever he has to do in Twin Peaks. But like that they meet up, so you can have oh two my versions. god. I think that was kind of clever. It is like multiplicity, a, really, a, a version of yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think another thing is I don't think they're gonna get that clever like they're doing unexpected things but they're not really getting as clever as people predicted sometimes like True. they're not really going for that like head get like all the stuff and i was one of them you know oh is vegas and alternate reality and all this yep. stuff like oh, yeah. it turned out to be pretty much unfounded i think yeah and right. even the time stuff i don't True. i don't think that's any elaborate no web of things. I I think it's just he found the places to slot things in where they fit better rhythmically I versus yeah. chronologically. Yeah. That's the sense I'm getting. I agree, and I I yeah. Even from the beginning when we first saw Shelley in part two, I was like, is that really Shelley? Are the all these alternate versions of them? And they definitely they're not going that way at all. This is truly no. Twin Peaks. These are the characters we know and love, yeah. and that's just it is. But yeah, it's funny. I think fans sometimes have oh more, yeah greater imagination. Yeah. yeah, we are imagining. Imaginations have definitely gotten the best of us during this series. But, um, I mean, I think that's the fun, even the original yeah. series. Yeah. You know? Well, Joel, we got to go, but can you tell people right. how um, they can follow you and tell about your blog? And I'm always – I love your, your video essay. Can you share about all this? Sure. My video essay is Journey Through Twin Peaks. On It's on YouTube. And my blog is lostinthemovies.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at lostinthemovies. Awesome. Thank you, awesome. Joel. Thank you, Joel. All right, thank you, guys. Thanks, Joel Bacco, for being on today's show. And thank you, everybody, for the feedback, the emails, the comments, the questions, the theories. We appreciate it. Next week is going to be a big week for us. Uh, we're very excited 
to talk about the final part, and we hope to have some surprise guests on. Yeah, if we can do it, we can yeah. manage to do it. Who knows? Yeah, who it's knows? Like, It'll be a surprise. Are crazy, you know, but... Um, so like us on Facebook. We're well over 1,000. We're getting new likes every day. It's going to be sad to see our tradition of Sunday night posting and everybody goes crazy. So let's make this Sunday extra special. And Brian, with the show coming to a conclusion, I thought we should have our voicemail set up again for people if they want to leave a message. Say, how did you feel about the end of Twin Peaks? And you can call us at 866 866- 886-9727. That's 866-886-UNWRAP. And we'll probably play them when we do our uh, our episode with Mark from Deer Meadow. Yeah. We'll probably sprinkle them in there. Yeah, so maybe in two weeks or so, we will put it on to, uh, we'll have kind of a wrap-up of the whole series. Our predictions we'll and try, everything. We'll try yeah. to see if we can get Mark back from Deer Meadow Radio back on the show. And we'll play some of these messages. Yeah, that'd be Let's awesome. Let's do it. So if you're frustrated or you're mad or you're happy, you're sad. Or you still have your own theories about the show. We'd love to hear about it. So please leave us a message. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I like that idea, Ben. Um, so we got that happening. How's Twitter going, Ben? Twitter is amazing. I mean, I sometimes it's like... It's overwhelming. So, it's overwhelming so stuff. Like so some much. of these people are now like, I'm kind of like lumped in with a lot of people. I mm. And it's like, there's like all kinds of exciting uh, conversations going on. I know. But it's so hard to follow because like there'll be a conversation here and a conversation there. And they it's like, split off. Yeah, they're all... It's great. But it is. I Yeah, I love Twitter. They're good people there and we have a great community and I'm sure we'll be there well past the time that the show has ended that we'll still be theorizing this show. And yeah, and someone did, we did get, uh, someone asked us on Facebook, you know, what are our plans beyond the final episode? Well, I think Ben and myself, we I don't know if we've discussed this on mic, but we plan to go weekly until at least 2018. Yeah. We don't know how far into 2018, but right. for right now, we're going to stay weekly. We got. I think there's a lot still to talk about. I mean, yeah. we're gonna and have interviews. Yeah, we're gonna have interviews. We're gonna try to do interviews every week if we can. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have Mark Frost's book. Yeah, and I feel like there's a, there's be a plenty of stuff to talk about at least till the end of the year. Exactly, I plenty, and we we have our. Our third annual best of episode's gonna hit at the at the end of the year. And whatever, what will we do? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. We we have ideas, I think. Um, with that being said, if you haven't liked us and followed us, and now you can leave us a voice message. If that's not enough, you can email us at twinpeaksunwrapped@gmail.com. Send us a, a line. What you know? What's on your mind? We'd love to uh, read those. Always, we appreciate it. And. Um, Check out our merch store, support the show. And with that being said, I guess we'll let you guys go. We'll be back next week for the final part uh, 17 and 18. Oh, it's been a great run. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I, I'm, I can't wait to see what Lynch and Frost have come up with. Mm, let's rock. Let's rock. <laughs>
Thank you.